What's up, everybody? This is Judith Egg. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. I wanted to podcast yesterday. Um, didn't really get a chance to. My mom was awake early, but also, um, you know, she has some tummy problems. And, uh, and, of course, I had trauma from it all day, and she was just like, I, what? I, what? I did? I didn't feel good? Right. You did not feel good. The smells, the sounds, uh, there was a poop sighting. It was a lot, a lot. But we had a good day after, because she, she, her stomach hurt, and I could tell she was in bad pain. So she was doing that delirious, completely out of it thing again, and she was like, you got to take me to the bathroom. So we get to the bathroom, everything's fine. Then she has to go right back. And uh, then after that, she took a nap, and she was just in a great mood. So it was actually a pretty good day, but there was uh, there was a lot going on. Uh, here we go, y'all. I have not yawned since I awakened. My goodness, sorry about that. So anyway, um, I don't really have anything on my mind except, like, uh, it could have been worse. I mean... She was actually awake when I left today, which normally is not great, but she wasn't in that panicky, manicky, weird, hyperactive state. She was just sort of like snacking on an orange. Snacks have become really huge to her. Um, and so she, she was still in her pajamas. So I was like, you know, just lay down. I'll be right back, which is not exactly true. But I mean, her sense of time is really gone. So you know, oftentimes we'll be at five o'clock in the evening. She'll be like, where did the day go? But she's just trying to get up and get dressed. It's like, you've been in bed all day. Like, I don't know. It's like a fever dream. Dementia is no joke. So, uh, you know, just to keep things interesting, my, my bipolar sibling decided to just, you know, maybe I must just stop taking this medicine. So that's, that's always a risk with people who have bipolar the part of their brain that's most affected by the disease uh and the is the part that would you know that gauges medicine so as soon as they feel okay you know occasionally this part of the brain will be like yeah you're great you don't need medicine and uh it sucks because they do uh so anyway that's keeping it interesting but the that's not a situation that I have to manage I can't. I don't have. I mean, I don't have time. I'm. I'm helping 85 year old women poop, <laughs> which was unbelievable. There's a part of me, and I think if you really know me, you know there's always a part of me like I can't believe this is my life, because I've never uh, expressed any desire to care for people. Like I can do it, and I don't mind helping people. But like me being a full-time caregiver, I don't think that's something that people who really know me, they know I'm capable of doing it. I'm a very uh, kind, loving, thoughtful person, but um, like I'm not good with fluids, like things that come out your body. Um, I don't really, I don't really need to see all that. So this is actually like a huge growth experience for me. And I know I'm different. All of these different things that have had to happen, I know there's an astrological reason. Because I think I read it. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. You guys are my safe space. 
that you just make me relaxed. It's almost like you, uh, it's too soon. I was about to make a, you slip something in my drink, <laughs> but it's too soon. I'm so disgusted by all these perverted men. Um, so anyway, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but anyway, I'm just relaxed. But yeah, I think I, I think I was on the train of uh, being a caregiver. I don't know. I, and there's always a point in my day, like when I'm scrubbing down the toilet or, um, you know, I'm just always sort of like, wow, this is, I can't believe this is my life. Um, and I, and, I, and I don't mean it in a negative way. I just always thought that I'd be off making movies. At this point in my life, I thought I'd be retired from filmmaking and teaching in the classroom. That was sort of, dear God, I'm sorry. That was sort of my rough sketch of what my career would go like. You know, make 20 hardcore excellent films uh, between 20, 30, and 40. And then in my 50s and 60s and beyond, teach in the classroom, teach film, teach film theory, make people good at making these movies. And that just didn't happen. Well, it hasn't happened yet. And I'm certainly not going to be, uh, I mean, I got to make these movies now, so I probably won't retire as long in the classroom. And I'm not even thinking about retiring. Right now, I'm doing everything to keep my health uh, excellent so that I can go hard in the paint and get these films and TV series done. And I think you'll enjoy them. In a world where so much, there's so much to consume, it's really hard to stand out now because you know when I was first thinking of the idea to make movies uh you could only see movies in movie theaters and it was a whole experience you know and the 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 popcorn and the sitting in the dark and watching this this feature and movies moved much slower people actually had dialogue and uh pregnant pauses people looked at each other it was just so much more subtle and you've got a wave of filmmakers out now that you know nothing is subtle you know they're either making a bunch of movies where things blow up or they're you know the Tom Cruise thing where you're running hard everywhere or flying a plane for real or scaling a mountain for real or you know people the director or writer doesn't think you're smart enough to pick up on uh, you know, dialogue. So they, they do really dramatic things and state the obvious through the whole movie. You know, it's, we're in a very weird time. And I do think we're at the end, just like the end of, uh, the Hollywood system that, you know, produced all those musicals and gone with the wind and those big kind of epic type films. And, uh, nearly bankrupting the studio system and just people burned out and they just left it and that's when you got all of these kind of avant-garde young guys at the time to just sort of be like hey and there is not a woman in the bunch I think the group includes Scorsese uh Francis Ford Coppola Steven Spielberg uh Brian De Palma who's one of my favorites. I don't know why. He makes a quirky film. Uh, Terrence Malick, I think, is sometimes included in that group. There's not a woman in the bunch uh, or a person of color. It's, But I I don't know if it was race-based as much as 
just these were the people who were cinemaphiles. I mean, and the studio was the studio system was so broken and dead that they just sort of stepped in and was like, we've got these weird ideas. This will get people into the theaters. And, you know, weird ideas were like Midnight Cowboy, you know, The Graduate, Mike Nichols. He wasn't part of that cabal I'm talking about, but, you know, he's a very influential figure from that time frame. One of my favorites, one of my all-time favorite directors is Sidney Sidney Pollack. Um, But yeah, anyway, that's just me rambling. I love film, and so I would like to get into it. It's just, I got to figure out how to get off of this moving train onto that moving train. But it's easier than ever, really. I just, now I need the time, you know, but it's coming. I feel excited. There's a short film I want to make based off of uh, a song one of my production uh, team members, well, my production team put together. And, uh, you know, like I told you, YouTube has a ton of receipts. And I don't think a lot of these people are lying. I don't think all of these people are lying. I think there there was a willingness to hold a lot of secrets. And now it's not. And I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why people aren't afraid. Um, Because a lot of people have been suspiciously disappeared and murdered uh, just with the threat of them telling what they knew, threatening, you know, big people's movie careers or music careers. So it's interesting if you go on YouTube and here's what's weird. None of this stuff is on the mainstream media, even health stuff. I listen to there's a three hour podcast Tom Bilyeu has on uh, YouTube. I watched it, but I think you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. And he has Max Lugavir, I believe is his name. And they spend three hours talking. I went for a walk for an hour and I'm still I still don't even I'm not even halfway through. And the whole time they're talking about quality of sleep, quality of food, what causes causes Alzheimer's. I think that's the name of the podcast. Uh, This is the thing that's causing Alzheimer's. And what's weird is they always thought it was the amyloid plaques. The plaques are present, but it's not the cause. It really sounds to me like the research finally is leading to the fact that it is a cardiovascular or not cardiovascular, but a vascular disease. So if making it a metabolic disease, so you're highly predisposed to it if you have um, any kind of metabolic disorder like a diabetes or a high blood pressure. 88% of Americans right now have a metabolic disorder. So that's why dementia winter is coming. And that's why it's going to be horrific. And you never hear about that on the mainstream news. You know, and I don't understand. These are real physicians with books and uh, information that's out here. You can find these are not quacks. These are not people that are broadcasting from their basement. These are real um, successful in their field, well-researched, well-read physicians that I follow. And they've been screaming from the mountaintops that food uh, and nutrition are highly linked to brain health. You don't see it on 60 Minutes. And listen, I don't watch a ton of TV, but I've had to watch more news because my mom likes the news and like no one's talking about it. It's the weirdest thing to me. Like, you don't hear mainstream media. You don't see newspaper articles. You don't, well, newspapers are pretty much dead. But you don't see, 
you know, I read the Atlantic. I'll, I'll occasionally get glance at a vanity fair. Like where are the deep investigative stories that are warning people about how to tremendously terrible it's going to be in about five years when that first wave of older boomers really start to get in their eighties and it's going to be terrifying. Like 80 to 85 has been, I think physically and, uh, like physically the most transformative in a negative way for my mom. You know, her body broke down, her brain broke down and she took care of herself. You know, I don't know what it's going to look like for people who haven't given a damn about their health at all. Um, but if you have dementia, I mean, if you have diabetes or high blood pressure and you've never really managed it, I mean, it could be really, really bleak for you and your kids and people who love you. Somebody's going to have to take care of you. I mean, I just don't understand how this is not leading the news every night. And where is the research? And where is the alarm? People ought to be like, okay, this is terrifying. But anyway, uh, check it out. It's Tom Billy. I'll, I'll put it up on the website. It's long. Um, I never, I haven't finished it. I never even got close to finishing it, but I know I will. I just have to do that on stages. It's three hours. But it's really good information, good information about sleep and sleep quality, food, food quality, um, He's not as extreme on the fat. Tom is clearly more extreme than than Max, but Max's mom has dementia. And so that I really was connecting with him um, just based off knowing that knowing that about him. And I've read some articles and I, I get to his news. I get his newsletter, too. I mean, it's just it's so important, you guys. It's so important. It's almost like uh, they're forcing Darwinian Darwinian Darwinism on us. There, there we go. I need my coffee. They're forcing Darwinism on us because uh, they want to make it seem like it's natural selection, but it's not. You know what I mean? Some of the stuff we could we could help, like all these years, there's been no cure for cancer. All these years, the the cure for diabetes is in our faces, but they just keep pushing this nasty, terrible food on us. And it's almost like they know people won't won't be able to resist it and they kind of need population control or something or mind control. You know, it's just it's wild. And I hate to be I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I can see like I'm not sure why YouTube isn't in somebody's pocket. Google must have cut some sort of deals like, no, we we're we're the bosses. We're going to determine what people get to see. And. So they let people get up there and say almost anything. Although I did watch something which was fascinating. I'm surprised it wasn't taken down that basically stated this guy's pretty much like the vaccine didn't work. The whole the whole point of rushing the vaccine and making everybody get the vaccine was so that COVID would go away. But it didn't. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't keep people from getting COVID. And it's it's made people think, well, I survived this because I took the vaccine, but that was not the promise of the vaccine. The promise of the vaccine is you won't get COVID. Huh. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that is what he said. 
And I'm I'm sorry. I I went on ahead and did it the first time. And I got a booster. But I'm not doing any more. I just I need to see what this thing is doing to people. And um you know, I, some of the vaccine it sounds like it sounds like and I'm I'm just speculating here, but it sounds like some of the vaccines uh weren't um, either weren't as effective or or weren't effective at all or harmful because I don't know in the history of my life no vaccine has ever come that quickly and um, I know people were scared but I don't I'm not gonna be doing too many more of those shots because I don't know what's in it and I, I just need some time I need to see because I wasn't gonna be one of the first people to get the last one and I did it I said it on here I'm like but I went on ahead and I prayed and I was like, please, God, let this be the right thing to do. But, uh, you know, now when they're like, you got to get two more boosters, they are no thanks. I'm, I, I got boosted and vaxxed. I'm good, you know. So, and I continuously work on my my uh, uh, immune system. And you should, too. And try to walk, get out in nature, just get some peace, do some meditation. And... Um, you know, pray. That's what I do. I, you know, I used to be more subtle about it. Just do what you do. Listen, I don't know what you do, but the the, the things I've seen uh, in the last five years since I started this podcast, so it was 2017, it'll be six years. I'm just, I'm, I pray. I pray to God, not an old white man in the sky type of God, but an energetic uh, loving, um, merciful, uh, just, it's an energy source for me. God is the source, uh, the universe. There's something to, in my view of the world that is in charge of all of this. And like I said, in grade school, it's the old white man in the sky who's mad all the time, mad all the time about everything. But in my adult years, it's it's just love. It's just love. And God is love in the source. And I know I still use the uh the term he, the pronoun he, but you know, um it's just love for me. And this is scary. There's some scary stuff out here and a lot of it is gonna come to your doorstep. And so if you aren't prayed up and you don't have a lot of faith, I don't know what to tell you because that's what I do. You know, that's all I have. And my father was a man of faith and I always wanted faith like him. And then the first young person I met that had that kind of faith was my friend Mizana in college. And, um, yeah, yeah, I just, I, I want faith like that. So anyway, I can't believe I've been talking this long. I hope you have an amazing day. Uh, It's good to talk to you again. It's good to connect this week. I hope everybody is feeling good, being their best. Today's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for listening. A lot of you listen all the way through, and I really appreciate that. Continue to like, subscribe, share. Uh, You know, I'm putting I'm going to put up some more articles. I'm really doubling down on this caregiving thing. I'm telling you. Uh, it's, it needs to be brought more to people's awareness. This is going to be a thing, and it's probably going to be a thing for you. All right? 
Take care of yourselves. Be your best.